podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. good boys and girls two for the podcast on wednesday the 20th of july brought to you by eplindex.com and our presenting sponsor liberty shield liberty shield is a vpn provider a virtual privacy network allows you to go online change your location access things you're normally geo-blocked from while also keeping your data safe go to libertyshield.com and use the code epl25 that's epl25 to get 25 percent off at checkout we're also brought to you by Home of Hopcroft, a giftware and homeware company located in Scotland, but shipping worldwide. Check out homeofhopcroft.co.uk. And finally, do check out the EPL Index and Anfield Index shops, which you'll find on Etsy. Use the code EPL10 or RED10 to get 10% off at checkout. Right, folks, I thought what we would do today is go around the other five major European leagues take a look at the bigger clubs and see what they've done thus far in the transfer window. So let's start with Portugal. Porto won the title last season and thus far this summer, they've brought in David Carmel from Braga for a fee of about 20 million euro. I think it's an excellent signing. He was been linked to a whole host of top European clubs, had the bad ankle break, but came back and has looked pretty good since coming back, their Marco Grujic deal from last summer becomes a permanent transfer this summer. And Stephen used to, uh, some guy called Stephen has been signed. He's a defensive midfielder and they've signed him for about 3.5 million. Um, they did lose Vitinha and Fabio Vieira and Conceição's son, he's also leaving. He's going to Ajax. So to me, I would suggest Porto will be better at the back. But I think they might struggle in midfield for creativity next season because those two, Vitinha and Fabio Vieira, had a really good tandem and were uber creative in that team last season. So I'll be curious to see. They obviously lost... Um, they obviously lost Luis Diaz in January as well. So it is going to be tough for them to replace three star forward or midfield players. They've still got talent there, but could be a tough season for Porto. Uh, for Sporting, Nuno Mendes left on loan last season. That deal became a permanent deal for him to go to PSG. Joe Polina has left. He has gone to Fulham. Valentin Rosier, he's gone to Besiktas, and Gonzalo Plata, he's gone to Real Valladolid. They have been busy, though, bringing in players. Uh, Ruben Venegra, the left-back from Wolves, about €10 million. Euro. I think it's a really good signing. I think he's a very good player. 
I think Wolves have made a couple of mistakes in the transfer market in the last few years. I think this is one of them. We're going to get to another one in a, in a second. But I'd have been keeping him for competition at left-back. I think they could have had an outstanding left-back group at the club. I think they've given up that chance. Uh, they brought in Jerry St. Just, the centre-back from Mines, 9.5 million euro. He's very, very good. Very, very good. Lightning quick, good on the ball, reads the game well. It's a good addition. Pedro Poro, who they've had on loan the last two seasons, they've kept him for 8.5 million. Great signing. He'll be a 25 million pound player in short order. Uh, Hadamasi Morita from Santa Clara. He arrives for 3.8 million. Plays defensive midfield. Ugarte will step up as the starter next to Matthias Nunes, assuming Nunes stays to replace Palinha. So uh, Morita is coming in as, as squad depth, basically. Uh, Francisco Trinquiao, they have signed him on a loan fee of 3 million euro with an option to buy, I think, of 12 million euro. I think this is the second mistake that Wolves have made with regards to players now at Sporting. Uh, the third mistake, in truth, because... Concalves, who's there, was at Wolves and Wolves let him leave for nothing. But Trinkio, I don't understand why Wolves haven't kept him. I really don't. Super talented. And I think you could have been working to develop him over the next 12 months, gotten a bargain next summer, and had a potential star on your hands. It's good business for sporting. I think they've had a, a good summer so far. Uh, I wouldn't imagine they're fully done yet. I think there's probably one or two more to arrive in the door, but I think they've had a very, very strong window so far. Benfica, Darwin Nunes out the door. Uh, Everton gone back to Flamengo in Brazil. Jota made his loan to Celtic permanent. Jensen Fernandez gone to Besiktas for 6 million euro. This kid, when he was 18, was been talked about like he was going to be the next big thing. When he went to Spurs, I think the buy clause was 45 million. It just it hasn't worked at all. He hasn't developed. Uh, Mila, Mila Sfiller, who is the young Belgian goalkeeper that they signed at 17 or 18, wasn't meant to be the next in the production line that had seen them develop All Black and sell him for big money, develop Ederson and sell him for big money. Uh, Sfiller was meant to be the next one. And it just, it never clicked for me. A couple of high-profile errors in the Champions League seemed to destroy his confidence. But he's gone to Roma, and I could see that working for him, you know? He'll get good coaching. He'll have a good mentor there. Whether or not he becomes the keeper he was touted to be, I don't know. But this is certainly a better move for him than staying at Benfica, where things had gone really, really poorly. Uh, in terms of players coming in, David Neres joins for 15 million euro. Had been at Ajax, went to Shakhtar. The war broke out in Ukraine. I don't, don't think he played a game for Shakhtar. And now he's moved on again. It's a good signing for Benfica. He's a very talented player. The issue with him has always been getting him motivated and getting him in the right main, uh, mindset. We'll wait and see if Benfica are capable of doing that this year. But if the talent sparks, then he will absolutely light up the Portuguese league. 
this is one of the best signings of the summer, one that nobody's really talking about. Enzo Fernandez from River Plate for 10 million. Everybody's very excited about Julian Alvarez going to Manchester City. This was the best player on that River Plate team. And I'm really surprised that River have sold him so cheap. Uh, maybe his contract situation was, was getting short, but this is a great signing for Benfica. And he's one I think they're going to make a, a massive amount of money on in the coming years. There were strong links with Bayer Leverkusen, and I thought having uh, Ezekiel Palacios there might sway the move because they were quite close when both were at River. So we'll wait and see how he develops in Europe. But I'm expecting, I'm expecting big things. I think he's a super talented midfielder who does a bit of everything and does the vast majority of it really, really well, really, really efficient, doesn't make mistakes, doesn't overplay the ball. I just think sometimes you get midfielders who look well above their age group, and he is one of them for sure. Such a good player. Um, I am excited to see how he does there at Benfica. Uh, João Victor brought in from Corinthians for 8.5 million, 23-year-old Brazilian centre-back. Wait and see how he does. Uh, Peter uh, Pitara Musa from Boa Vista for 5 million. Very highly regarded centre-forward. Still a bit raw, still has work to do, but there's a lot to, to like about his game. Uh, as there is with Alexander Ba, who they've brought in from Slavia Prague for €8 million. Euro. They've had a strong summer. Now, obviously, losing Darwin is a big blow, but none of the other sales will affect them. Like, Everton was a complete disaster after his move there, so they're not going to lose anything from him going. Um, and, like, Jota had been on loan, so, again, you're not losing out on anything. Uh, in terms of Braga, they obviously sold David Carmo. The only signing on a permanent deal so far, Simon Banza, young center, 25-year-old center forward from Lens. They brought in Victor Gomez, the right back from Espanyol, and Siku Niakata from uh, Guaincamp, also on loan. We'll wait and see how those do. But obviously losing David Carmo is a big blow. They also had Diogo Lete in on loan last season from Porto. They haven't been able to get him back. Uh, he's gone out on loan again. He's another one of those young Portuguese players that was very highly touted and hasn't quite lived up to the billing. We'll see how he does at Union Berlin this season. But that is basically all we have from Portugal. I'm only going to do the, the top clubs. I'm not going to get into the weeds too much here. Uh, Real Madrid then. So... Aurelian Chouameni in £72 million. It's an awful lot of money for a 22-year-old holding midfielder, but he is outstanding. Uh, it is a bit of an overpay. The asking price was somewhere in the £50 million range, and they've obviously spent an absolute fortune on him. Um, but Real can afford to do it and have to do it in a way because Mbappe embarrassed them. Uh, they brought in Antonio Rudiger, on a free transfer from Chelsea. I think he's massively overrated, but we'll see how he does. In terms of sales, Kubo is gone to Real Sociedad. He's a frustrating player. Lots of talent, but so inconsistent. Rarely shows the full range of what he's capable of. 
I hope he does well at Sociedad. And they've done fairly well recently in developing young players. Um, Luka Jovic gone on a free transfer to Fiorentina. I think that's a deal similar to the Delhi Ali to Everton deal, where it's free, but if he plays X amount of games, there's X amount of add-ons and there's a sell-on fee. But no matter what way you look at it, it's a disaster for Real, who spent the better part of 60 million on him only a couple of years ago. Uh, Gareth Bale leaves on a free for LAFC. Marcelo and Isco both out the door as well on freeze. We'll wait and see if any club picks them up. You'd imagine someone will pick up Isco um, if he's not demanding ridiculous money. He may well be the Spanish Jesse Lingard and just be asking for silly money for what is a limited player. Uh, and Marcelo will probably go back to Brazil, would be my guess. Barcelona bring in Rafinha for 52 million, uh, Lewandowski for 41 million, Frank Kessie on a free, and Andreas Christensen on a free. I love the Christensen signing, and especially if he's going to be the third centre back. So if they can get Jules Kunde and play Kunde and Arejo. With him as the third centre-back, Pique as the fourth centre-back. And I'd keep Oscar Mingueza and play him as the fifth, but they do have Eric Garcia as well. That's all of a sudden a really strong centre-back group. Frank Kessie confuses me a little bit, but I suppose if they are trying to force Frankie De Jong out the door, having a, a quality midfielder to come in, different profile, obviously, and a different profile to everything they did have. So we'll see how he works. Either way, they've gotten him on a Bosman. He will have very good sell-on value. He's only 25 years of age. Uh, love the Rafinha deal. Don't really know what to make of the Lewandowski one, though. Like, you seem to be trying to get younger, get players on lower wages, uh, rebuild, build for the future, and then you go and you sign an almost 34-year-old Lewandowski for big money, undoubtedly on big wages. Um, so we'll see how that works, but he'll score goals. There's no doubt. I just don't know that I'd want to be paying Robert Lewandowski a whole ton of money in two years. Um, on the way out, Phil Coutinho, 18 million. It's obviously a massive loss on what they paid for him, but I think they're just happy to have him off the wage bill. Uh, Clement Langley, obviously gone as well. Uh, Musa Vage, player they signed that made no sense to them. He's left on a free transfer. Danny Alves's contract wasn't renewed. Adama Traore and Luke de Jong have had their loans terminated. They will not be getting made permanent, and they're both gone. And then Trinkio, obviously gone to Sporting on loan. Uh, Sevilla sold Diego Carlos to Aston Villa for 27.9 million. Sold Alejandro Pozo to Almeria and sold Luke de Jong to PSV Eindhoven. Also loaned Lucas Augustinson to Aston Villa and decided not to make Anthony Martial's deal permanent. What they have brought in is Marcao from Galatasaray 26-year-old Brazilian centre-back, fairly highly rated, and to be fair, might well be seen as a bit of an upgrade on Carlos based on where Carlos is likely to go in the next couple of years. 
this could turn out to be a very, very smart, uh, smart deal. Now, he is a bit of a head case. Um, I would refer you back to August of last year when he was <clears throat> sent off for headbutting and punching a teammate. But uh, he is a very good centre-back and uh, should do quite well with Sevilla. They've brought in nobody else as yet. They've a bunch of players have come back off loans. So we'll just have to wait and see what they do. Um, you'd expect that Monchi will have some deals up his sleeve. In terms of Atletico Madrid, uh, Simi Versalco, Hector Herrera, Giuliano Simeone and Luis Suarez have all left the club. And in the door thus far, Samuel Lino. Now, they are trying to complete a deal for... Oh, what's the guy's name? He is the right-back of Udinese. Let me get his name. Molina, yes, Nahul Molina. Uh, that one should get done quite soon. Nehuen Perez is apparently going to go the opposite direction. Uh, Molina's really good and will give them a massive upgrade at right back over what they've had there the last few years. So uh, I think that's a good deal for them. Axel Witzel also arrived on a free from Borussia Dortmund. So we'll see how he works out. 33 post Achilles surgery. He didn't look great when he came back. There's, he's clearly been a very good player for many years, but we'll see what happens. They do get Saul back uh, after his failed loan at Chelsea, and maybe he'll be inspired to recommit to the Simeone way of life. Um, and if he is, then they get a top-class midfielder. Real Sociedad, I like their business so far. I really do. They bring in Kubu, who I mentioned earlier on. Mohamed Ali Cho, who was formerly at Everton, uh, one of the most highly rated young players in France, bring him in from Angers for just under 10 million. And Bresh Mendes for 12.6 million. I think that's a great deal. I think it's an outstanding deal. I'm a big, big fan. Uh, I look forward to seeing them in action next season. William Jose, they sold for 9 million to Real Betis. And everybody else of Novan importance has been kept so far. Uh, Real Betts obviously bring in William Jose. They also bring in Luis Enrique, the right winger from Fluminense, 21 years of age, very, very highly regarded. I really like the signing for them of Luis Felipe from Lazio, the centre-back on a Bosman. I think it's a really good deal. And again, nobody of note leaving the club. Hector Bellerin's gone because his loan ran out, but they are looking to bring him back. Um, Christian Tello and Joel Robles, who were squad players, they've left, but they didn't have much impact last season. Uh, Villarreal, nothing of note yet. Uh, released a few players. Sergio Asenio is probably the only one really that means anything because he was the backup goalkeeper. Uh, but they have brought in Pepe Reina as a new backup goalkeeper. Um Seems to be the status quo for Villarreal. They're waiting to see what happens with Dan Juma, I think, because if they sell him, they'll have quite a bit of money to, sp to spend. If they keep him, they probably don't need a whole lot. There's a very talented squad there. A lot of good young players have also got the question marks over what happens with Pau Torres this summer. As of now, it looks like he stays. So they might be happy enough to move forward with what they have. Um, 
yeah, that's all we'll do from La Liga. On to Serie A. AC Milan, the junior Messias transfer. He'd been on loan. They've made that a permanent deal. Uh, Alessandro Florenzi, they've brought him in for about two and a half million. From AS Roma, they bring in Divock Origi on a Bosman, which I do like. Uh, Jens Peter Hogg, he goes to Frankfurt on a permanent deal. Uh, Leo Duarte, he goes to Besiktas on a two million pound deal. And Frank Kessie, Ramagnoli. Though Ramagnoli last, so Kessie's a big loss for them. Um, Ramagnoli and Castiglio, he, they're decent squad players. Um, just Matthew Caldara, he's gone on loan. That poor fella, he was going to be almost a nailed on starter for them moving forward and, and a starter for the national team. And he had that horrendous knee injury. Um, he went to Juve from Atalanta. Then Juve and Milan basically swapped him for Benucci and then he got injured and he's just never been able to recover form since. Into Milan, they have made the Joaquin Correa deal permanent. Personally, I wouldn't have, but it's not my money. Uh, Romelu Lukaku in on loan from Chelsea. Christian Aslani, he's a really good young defensive midfielder coming in from Empoli, loan with an obligation to buy. And I think Raul Bellanova is the same. I think that's a loan with an obligation to buy in from Cagliari. They also signed Mkhitaryan on a Bosman and Andre Onana on a Bosman. So they've had a really good window. And nobody of note has left. Well, Ivan Perisic, I suppose, is the one of note who's left. Vidal has left as well, but he hasn't really offered anything in the last couple of years. Uh, Ranocchia has gone to Monza. Stefano Senzi's gone to Monza on loan. Nothing, nothing to get too worked up about there. What about Napoli? They obviously sold Kalidou Koulibaly to Chelsea. Sold Arcadius Milik to Marseille. That was a, a loan that turned into a permanent deal. Uh, Gennaro Tutino, he's gone to Parma on a permanent deal. Lorenzo Insigne, he left. That's a big blow. Losing him and Koulibaly in the one summer, that's basically your leadership gone. Uh, David Espina, he's gone on a free transfer to El Nazir. Coming in, Zambo Anguisa, they had him on loan last summer. They keep him. Uh, Matthias Oliveira, they had him on loan. They keep him. Um, Kavicha, the young Georgian winger, 9 million. Super talent. Super talent. And I do love the signing of Leo Ostergaard for them. I hate it as a, as a deal for Brighton. I think it's a great deal for Napoli at that price. Um, Juventus then. Matthias Delict out. Mary Demerel out. Rolando Mondragora, he's never really developed into the player he was expected to be at like 18, 19. But he's a solid Serie A midfielder. He's gone to Fiorentina on a permanent deal. Uh, Paolo De Bala out on a free to Roma. Bernadeschi on a free to Toronto. Cialini on a free to LAFC. 
it's a lot of important players and three centre backs. And I know Mary Demerel was on loan last summer or last season with Atalanta, but I just don't understand how you can get Romero, Christian Romero, and the Ligt and Demerel have your centre backs set for a decade with Romero and De Ligt as the starters and Demerel as the, the third centre-back who can play with either. And here we are a couple of years later and you've got none of them anymore. But you've still got Benucci, who's well past his best. You're bringing in Bremer, who's not as good as any of the three. He might be as good as Demerel, but that's about it. And you're paying three times what you got for Demerel for him. I think Juventus have made an absolute abomination of the, the work the last few years. Uh, they've turned the Federico Chiesa deal into a permanent deal. They brought in uh, Andrea Cambiasu, the left-back from Genoa. He's a good player. Uh, Paul Pogba on a free and Angel Di Maria on a free. I don't like their business. The Chiesa deal was done two years ago. I don't really like the rest of their business, to be honest. Lazio, Joaquin Correa's deal, the permanent one to enter. Uh, coming in, Marcus Antonio from Shakhtar. It's a great sign. Um, Nicolo Casalo and Mattia Zacagni. Zacagni? I think it's Zacagni. Uh, coming in both from Hellas Verona, both really good players. And Luis, Luis Maximiano coming in from Granada. That's a really good bit of business. Um, they also lost Strakosha on a free, but I don't think they'll be too worried about that. Uh, they lost Lucas Leiv on a free. They won't be worried about that. They lost Reina. And they lost Luis Felipe. So the wage bill will definitely drop massively. I, I like the business. They brought in Ramagnoli on a free. I think they've done very well. I think Lazio have done very, very well this summer. And then Roma. Uh, Ziki Chilic in on loan. No, in permanently from Lille. Pelo Dybala. Sviller that I mentioned from Benfica. And Nemanja Matic. All on Bosmans. That's a strong summer. It is a strong summer. You get real money for Paul Lopez. You get real money for Cengiz Under. You get money for Robin Olsen. You get money for, for, for Florenzi. Uh, you lose Mkhitaryan on free. That's a blow. But aside from that, you haven't lost anyone of importance and you've gotten real money and you're in a net profit of about 20 million on the summer. That's a really good summer so far for Roma. And I don't think they're close to done either. Uh, Fiorentina bring in Mandragora. They bring in um, Luka Jovic and they get Golini, who spent last season on loan at Spurs. I don't like the if he's coming in to be first choice, I, I don't like it because in the last few years they had Dragowski and they had Alban Lafont, and they picked Dragowski over Lafont, sold Lafont way under value. And if they're now selling Dragowski under value to bring in this guy who's not as good or as good as Lafont, I think that's a massive mistake. Um, Atalanta are always an interesting club. So they'll have sold a bunch of players we haven't heard of who'll go on to become stars. Um, Matteo Lovato, centre-back, gone to Salonatana, 6.3 million. Expect to hear more of him. Uh, Filippo Melagioni, he's gone to Genoa. He's meant to be quite good. I haven't seen him yet. Bosco Zatalo, he's gone to Dinamo Zagreb. Enrico Del Prato, he's gone to Parma. And that's about 
all that's of note there. Coming in, Jeremy Boga from Sassuolo. It's a great deal. 20 million. He's an absolute star. Mary Damrell's deal made permanent. And Ederson in from Salonatana. That's the double deal with him and Lovato. It's why they had to give up Lovato. But he is really, really good. So expect big things from him in the coming season. And that's about all we'll do. From Osasuolo are always interesting. Who have they brought in so far? So gone, Boga, Caputo, not really a loss to them. Uh, Harrison, not really a loss. That's fine. Uh, Christian Torsved brought in from Genk, super, ta- super talented midfielder. Matthias Enrique brought in from Gremio to add depth in midfield. They've brought in a left winger called Cide from Rosenberg. Another midfielder, I think this guy's Dutch, Dutch Moroccan maybe, uh, Haru from Sparta Rotterdam. And Augustine Alvarez is their big summer signing, 11 million from Penarol. Really, really talented. If they could keep what they had last season and add these players. Like there's a world in which they become the next Atalanta and start to become a regular top four challenger. They scout so well, they develop really well. They play super fun football and they've got a really good academy. Um, There's so many good players at the club. If they can keep them now, obviously it looks like a couple of them could go, but if they could keep them just for even a couple extra years, they could really build something there. You'd love to see somebody with a bit of money just go in and back them a little bit more. Moving on, we'll do the Bundesliga next. Bayern are having themselves a good old time this summer. Delict, Mane, Gravenberch, and Mizrahi still chasing a couple more, but it's a really strong incoming window. They lose Lewandowski. That's obviously a blow, but they sell Mark Roca. Omar Richards, uh, Lars Lucas Mai, and it looks like Chris Richards. Is that his name? It is Chris Richards, isn't it? Isn't that the guy that's going to Crystal Palace? Have I made that up? It is Chris Richards. Uh, he is going to Crystal Palace for, I think, about 12 million, going up to about 16 with add-ons. A good player um, and should be interesting for Palace. We can talk about him more tomorrow. But, um, yeah, all in all, a, a strong a strong window for for Bayern Munich. I mean, getting better in defence, getting better in midfield. Mane for Lewandowski up front, obviously, is an odd exchange, but Mane's probably got more time left at the top in the Bundesliga. Just given his age, he is three years younger. than He's nearly four years younger. Than, uh, than Lewandowski, but you know, you never know. Uh, Borussia Dortmund, they had a hell of a window. Um, not a big Nicolas Sula guy, but they got him in. They got Alexander Meyer in as a depth goalkeeper and Marcel Lotka, who they're quite high on. Uh, Sally Uskan from Cologne, great signing, absolutely great signing. Nico Schlotterberg in from Freiburg, great signing. Kareem Adiemi, really good signing. And Sebastian Haller and we hope that he has a quick recovery and is back. And if assuming he is great signing the Adiemi Haller 
partnership should be a lot of fun. They've also still got Danielle Mallon, who you'd expect a lot more from this season. So they should be a lot of fun up front. Uh, Erling Haaland is gone and Axel Witzel is gone. Roman Berkey leaves on a free. Uh, Marvin Witz leaves on a free. Dan Axel Zagadou left on a free. And Marcel Schmelzer retired. Haaland and Witzel are the two that matter. They've replaced Witzel really well. I think they've replaced Haaland really well. Um, so I think they've had a, a really good su- a really good summer. For Bayer Leverkusen, they sell Lucas Alario. They sign Adam Hlasek. Thought they'd be a bit more active after getting the Hlasek deal done, and they may still be. Um, but it's a great signing. He is an outstanding player. The big news as well is that Musa Diaby has said he's made a decision. He's going to stay this season. If they get Hlasek, Verts, Diaby, and Patrick Schick all humming along together, that could be an unbelievable front four. Uh, RB Leipzig bring in Java Schlager from Wolfsburg and Janis Blaswich, a, a depth goalkeeper from, um, from the Netherlands. Um, and that's basically it for them. They have sold Tyler Adams and Huang He Chan, Huang he Chan both obviously coming to the Premier League. Chan was there last, or Huang was there last season with Wolves and obviously Tyler Adams coming into Leeds. That should be fun. Uh, There's nobody else really worth doing in the Bundesliga. Let's move on then to the French League. We'll finish up with this one. Paris Saint-Germain, Vitinha in. I think it's an overpay. I think he's talented, but I wouldn't have paid £40 for him. Um, But he can be a really good apprentice to... Uh, to Verratti and learn from him and you know maybe replace him in two years Nuno Mendes coming in on a permanent deal he'd been there last year I think we'll see a lot more of him this year might be the best young left back in the world Hugo Ekatiki he comes in from Stad Reims loan with an obligation to buy a huge talent Newcastle a bit a bit annoyed that they missed out but it really did seem like once he got win that PSG were in from that was kind of it so it made sense for him to say they sold Alphonse Ariola. They lost um, Angel Di Maria on a free to Juventus. And they lost Xavi Simmons on a free to PSV Eindhoven. Now, he's very highly regarded. And the spoofer with the catchphrase banged on and on that it was no problem never in doubt he was going to sign a new contract but it didn't come to pass and all of a sudden he just uh just signed a permanent deal so yeah very very talented whether he ever becomes the player people expect him to be i don't know like he was at barcelona for nine years took the jump to PSG in 2019 and ran out of contract this summer. We'll see what happens with him, but yeah, very, very talented. Um, what else has happened? Olympic Marseille have been busy. Paul Lopez, Matteo Guendouzi, Cengiz under Arcadius Milik. They had all of them last season. They've just made them all permanent. Isaac Toure from Le Havre, they've made that deal permanent, 5 million. Chancellor Mbemba in on a free from Porto. And Luis Suarez, not that one, the other one, in from Granada for 9 million. 
Uh, they sold Lucas Perrin and Steve Mandanda and Bubakar Kamara both left on freeze. But other than that, they've kept a really strong group. They're still busy, still looking to bring in more players. Uh, so we'll see. We'll basically see what happens because they've been linked with Nuno Mendes or Nuno Tavares from Arsenal, rather. We'll see what happens with him. Jonathan Klaus is due to arrive in to be the new right back. So again, we'll see what happens there. Uh, then he signed a right back last summer in Larola. So could be curtains for him. Um, AS Monaco bring in Taki Minamino and Briel Mbolo. I like both signings. I like both players. Um, decent prices, 13.5 and 11.25. They sell Chuameni. They sell Pavlovic, young centre-back, to Salzburg. Salzburg are just so, so good at hoovering up young talent. Um, Pietro Pellegri, gone to Torino for $4.5 million. If you don't remember him, he's the kid who broke into the Genoa team at 16 and started running amok in Syria, just bullying people all over the place. And uh, Monaco snapped him up, paid 25 million euro. It has been a pretty big disaster for all parties. And now he is on his way back to Torino, where he spent the second half of last season on loan. Uh, he had a loan at Milan. It didn't go well. He'd loan at Torino. It went okay. And they've decided to make that deal permanent. In his four years, uh, he's been at Milan at Monaco five years, but one was on loan. In the four years he actually spent at Monaco, he played 23 games and scored two goals. Yeah. He had three goals in 10 games when they bought him. He was a 16-year-old. It was an outrage. He was actually 15, wasn't he? 15? He was 15 when he made his debut for Genoa. It was an outrage that he was allowed to be sold. Um He's a kid. He's a kid. This is where football has gone wrong. Children being sold for 25 million quid. Um, anyway, yeah, so his Monaco nightmare is over. Uh, moving on to Stad Ren, they bring in Steve Mandanda on a free and they sold Naif Agard for 31 million. They haven't done anything else of yet, but there are a lot of rumours going around about deals they might be looking at and to be fair that is about all I can really be bothered with from league oh oh what's that oh never mind yeah sorry that's all I can really bother be bothered with from uh from the French league so what I will do now is take a break and when we come back we'll do the gossip and we'll be done for the day see you in a sec Right, welcome back. So, uh, Calvin Bassey has completed his £20 million move to Ajax. I love that signing. I-, I love the move for him. I think he's an outstanding young player. And Rangers have now sold him and Nathan Patterson for a combined £30 million, And that should alleviate the financial troubles up at Ibrox. Um, £8.5 million is the fee for... Chris Richards, 
who will be joining Crystal Palace from Bayern Munich. Palace still seem to be in for Levi Colwell as well. So they could have a really strong four-man centre-back group next season. Um, whether this rules that out, I don't know. They still need a right-back. They still need one in midfield. But this is a really strong signing for them. Um, and according to real sources, it's actually 8.5 million and 2.5 in add-ons, which is a lot less than what was coming out of Germany yesterday. So I think that's a really good deal for them. Uh, Ornstein seems to be having himself a little holiday. He's got nothing much to say in the last day or two. Um, James Ducker is lauding Manchester United's wins over Liverpool's reserves and Crystal Palace's reserves. Christian Pulisic almost got himself in some trouble, was asked about um, gun control in the USA, and he is obviously a big trumper. So um, a Chelsea official stepped in and said he won't be answering any of those questions so as not to get himself in trouble. Uh, Gilmore revealed, Billy Gilmore has revealed his family stopped going to watch him play during his Norwich loan because he was getting booed by the Norwich fans. I think that's fair enough. Um, Mike McGrath, what have you got to say, Mr. McGrath? Brentford have held talks with Ben Mee over a contract as a free agent. That would be a really good get for Brentford. Experienced Premier League caliber centre-back who'd be a good backup for them. I like that deal. What about our friend, the spoofer? Uh, Leeds manager Jesse Marsh tells the BBC, we're not finished yet uh, with the Catelier, but we've moved on to some other targets if, as we believe, he's not available. Milan seem to be the favourites to get him. That seems to be his preference, which, to be fair, is understandable. Uh, Olympic Marseille are closing in on Darko Lasovic deal. Negotiations at final stages. Um... Inter Milan have now opened talks to sign Nikola Milinkovic. He's a really good player. Uh, he's one of the main targets after missing out on Bremer. He's got a year left in his contract. If they get him for about 15 to 18 million, that's a better signing than Bremer for 40. Uh, Calvin Bassi with his jersey. Uh, Lasovic again. Lille president Oliver Latang says Renato Sanchez will leave this summer. It will be Paris or Milan, two big possibilities for Renato. We have no full agreement with any club. It will be confidential. Well, it won't be confidential. We'll know when it happens because he'd be seen with a jersey in his hand. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain are working on Nordi Mukieli. Talks ongoing. Been told personal terms already agreed. Of course you are, son. Of course you are. Um... Yeah, Molina should be signed this week by Atleti. And Jan Oblak has agreed a new contract. Chelsea and West Ham are still in direct negotiation for Amando Broglie. Chelsea now fighting to keep him. Tuchel is a big fan, wants him to stay. You see, this is where people just try a little bit too hard. If Chelsea wanted to keep him, they wouldn't be in negotiation. He's got four years left on his contract. 
four years. So there wouldn't be negotiation. This is Chelsea trying to get a bit more money. This is where you can emphasize the level of spoofery from Fabrizio. Exclusive. Manchester City are finally set to open talks with Brighton for Mark Cucurella. Bid is coming. Full verbal agreement almost reached on personal terms. Cucurella always been Pep's priority this summer and City will now push after selling Zinchenko. None of what he said there actually means anything. There's no information there. All of what he said is what's been said for weeks and weeks and weeks. So this is not an exclusive. This is him pretending to have inside information. Let's do the gossip before he annoys me. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain have offered Neymar to Manchester City in exchange for Bernardo Silva, but the Premier League champions have turned down the deal. Um, Yeah, of course they've turned down the deal. It's a horrible deal. Neymar would be appalling in the Premier League and Bernardo Silva is just a better player than him. Liverpool have inquired about Brazil winger Anthony, who has also been linked to Manchester United. I've been dismissive of this. I've been dismissive of this. But I have reason to believe that Liverpool have actually inquired about signing him. Uh, We'll wait and see what happens. I don't think it will happen. But I have reason to believe that it has been something Liverpool have looked at. Uh, Chelsea have agreed to pay Sevilla's asking price of 51 million plus 4 million in add-ons. That's not their asking price, so no, that's not true. Uh, the Blues are also in talks with Paris Saint-Germain over a 50 million pound deal for President Kimbembe, but fear the 26-year-old France defender will turn down a move to Stamford Bridge. It would be better for Chelsea if he did and if they just gave Levi Colwell the games. That would just be better. It just would. Uh, Chelsea are also prepared to challenge Manchester United for the signing of Frankie de Jong. I think Frankie would jump at the chance to go Chelsea. I think that's a move that makes more sense for him as a player than United would. Uh, Tottenham are interested in signing Nicolo Zaniolo, but need to sell some players first. I don't really see what the purpose of signing him would be. You play a front three, you've got Kulisevsky, you've got Kane, you've got Son, you've got Mora, you've got Richarlison. I don't really understand why you would sign Zaniola as much as I like him. England midfielder Harry Winks and Spain winger Brian Hill are among the eight Spurs first team players they've been told they can leave this summer. Chelsea are willing to let Cesar Aspilicueta leave for Barcelona once they've secured a replacement for the 32-year-old. I thought that's what Jonathan Kloss was going to be. Arsenal have been offered the chance to sign Borussia Dortmund defender Manuel Akanji, but the 27-year-old would prefer to join Manchester United. He'd fit in well at United. He's injured a lot. Nottingham Forest are the latest club to show an interest in Jesse Lingard, who has held fresh talks with West Ham. Um. I like him more for Forrest than I do for West Ham. I like Forrest more for him than I like West Ham for him. But the wages are obscene. If he's asking for 180 grand a week, that is obnoxious. And it is representative of the culture he's grown up in at Manchester United, 
where money was just thrown around. Performance wasn't a factor. It was just, you've been here a while, here's some extra money. Lingard is also considering offers from Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia, and the only reason he'd be doing that is money. If he's serious about his football, he wouldn't be doing that. Uh, Uruguay striker Edinson Cavani is in talks to join Villarreal on a free after leaving Manchester United. Brighton will demand more than 50 million. They should demand 80 million. Why not? Uh, Monaco have made a 15 million pound bid for Bubakari Samari. If Rogers sells him, it will just confirm that Rogers needs to go because he's going to do long term damage to that club. That's a player that you should be developing for the long haul, not worrying about because he had a bit of a rough first season. Wolves are considering a move for 31-year-old Belgian striker Christian Benteke. No, they're not. He's not Portuguese, so no, they're not. Um, Chelsea midfielder Billy Gilmore is to hold talks with Thomas Tuchel, with Everton considering a loan move. Him and Dupuré could be okay. Wouldn't be great defensively, but on the ball, it'll be pretty good. Right, that'll do me for today, folks. Thanks as always. I will see you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. Network. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.